0: Welcome to Tea Time. This is a weekly pop culture podcast on the Ringer Podcast Network. I'm Liz Kelly. I'm Kate Alwell,
1: And I'm Amelia Wedemeyer. And today we're checking in with relationship news, the Friends Reunion, and a super quick mass singer finale update. It's been too long. I can't I know. wait. I was going to say, you don't have to make it too quick, Amelia. We
0: haven't heard yeah, about yeah, it in like two you. weeks. Settle thank in, you. baby. Me. Oh my
1: goodness.
0: Also, guys, check out my co-host this week, Kate, went on the Ringer Music Show to talk about Olivia Rodrigo's new album, Sour. Great job. I did. I did.
1: Oh, <laughs> oh, my God.
0: Why don't people ever tell
1: me these things? Jesus. We're telling you now. <laughs> no. okay. Yeah.
0: Okay. Amelia, tune in. Oh and then God. also check out Amelia on Bachelor Party, um, obviously, with Juliet Lipman. They're doing like a Real Housewives check-in this week. So Great they're doing stuff. big things. Love Support Housewives. them on all shows. Okay. Before I get into the show, let's take a quick break.
2: This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts, real people who love this stuff, with real hands-on authentication experience. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.
1: On May 10th, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes is coming to
3: IMAX and theaters everywhere. What a wonderful day! This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. I
1: stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Only in theaters May 10th. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13.
0: All right. Tea Time is checking in with relationship news. We have, you know, one non-cursed piece at first at the top, and then it kind of goes off the rails. (laughs) Kate, you want to start? That's how we do it at Tea Time. Uh, So the big news
4: in the last couple weeks, or last week anyway, has been Ariana Grande's wedding and marriage. When it was officially announced, I think we talked about it very briefly last week, we just didn't have many pictures. We didn't have any info. We knew she got married. We knew it was real, but we had nothing. Luckily, like the good celebrity she is, Vogue did an exclusive spread of her wedding photos, details, all this stuff. So I just want to run through it. Talk about how we feel. Uh, First of all, they got married at her house. Mm -hmm. It was a 20-person ceremony which is, like, small, small. Like, that's small for an average person. For a celebrity, Mm -hmm. that's, like, minuscule, which I love. Very intimate. Mm -hmm. And what kills me is these pictures are gorgeous. Like, it looks it looks like, you know, kind of your perfect, like, Pinterest board wedding. And then I saw that it was at her house, and I was like, oh, so her house just looks like that. (laughs) (laughs) Got it. Got it. Uh, But she wore this beautiful Vera Wang gown. She, apparently, a couple years ago, met Vera Wang at a Met Gala, and Vera Wang was like, When you get married, I'll design your wedding dress, which Mm -hmm. I don't know what kind of first impression Ariana must have made, but it must have been really good. (laughs) I would assume she wasn't with Pete Davidson. Otherwise, Wang would not have offered. Uh, (laughs) But she did. And the dress is gorgeous. It's very sort of sleek and elegant and minimalist. Um, We were sort of right about her hair. She wore it half up, half down. (laughs) True to the high pony, uh, but Mm -hmm. with a little wedding uh, twist on it. And, I don't know, Dalton was also there, but not important. (laughs) And uh, she just looked great. Very kind of old Hollywood classic.
0: Yeah, she covered up a lot of her tattoos. She kept one on her back, but a lot she put with makeup, which I thought was an interesting choice. And she does look very classic Hollywood. Her earrings were like the pearl and diamond, which matched her engagement ring. Mm -hmm. It's just a very classy event. She looked absolutely beautiful. And it's also like, I don't know why, but it's very serious, which makes mm-hmm. me feel like she's very serious about this freaking real estate guy, which is <laughs> good because she's uh, got married yeah. <laughs> to him. But she, this was not something that was like thought of in a day, I feel right. like. Um, this was not like the Sophie Turner and Joe Jonas trip to Vegas. <laughs> right. Uh, right. I am so glad you said that about the tattoos
4: because I did not notice that. However, Same. do you think it's because— Several of her tattoos are related to ex-boyfriends, and so she just, like, didn't want those in her pictures.
0: It's a good question. She kept a couple based on the photos, Uh but she definitely covered up a lot. She's quite um, tatted, but yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She looks great. Love it. Yes, she does.
4: Also in relationship news, this was very funny to me because these people, Shailene Woodley and Aaron Rodgers and Miles Teller and his wife, (laughs) uh, went to Hawaii together. And it was like a personality test for like my Twitter timeline to see which of these people they thought the news item was about. So, (laughs) you know, our coworkers, we work at a sports website. So like the majority of our coworkers, the majority of my timeline was like, Aaron Rodgers is in Hawaii with Shailene Woodley and Miles Teller. Aaron Rodgers has a man bun. Aaron Rodgers is cringy, (laughs) singing in the kitchen with uh, Miles Teller's wife. And then like another third of my timeline was like, Shailene Woodley is in Hawaii with Aaron <laughs> Rodgers and Miles Teller and his wife. Shailene looks great. You know, I'm glad she's happy. She's too young for Aaron. And then it was mm-hmm. like another third of the timeline, which was like the film bros, like the film critics were like, Miles Teller's in Hawaii with Aaron <laughs> Rodgers and Shailene Woodley and his wife. And it was just really funny to see like, the I don't know why these three people were like only one person was important to all of these groups of people, but it mm-hmm. was, mm-hmm. um, I would have looked at it as a Shailene Woodley news item, but I I also am kind uh, of like tentatively in on Aaron Rodgers ever since he hosted Jeopardy and was like really bad oh, at wow. it and kind of endearing about it. Um, Wait, he was bad? He, I mean, he was a little stilted. He's kind of an sure. awkward guy, he which is. I also found kind of endearing just because he like really wanted to do well and like was really kind of a nerd about it. Um, oh. Yeah, he and Shailene, honestly, I'm kind of in... On on them together, they've taken a lot of trips together lately. They like wow. went to Disneyland, and mm-hmm. <laughs> they're just kind of out and about, like being together. There were also pictures of them together at the Kentucky Derby, um, which was less. I don't like. I don't like any of that. Like for some reason, when I see the Kentucky that Derby hats <laughs> and like the bright colors, I'm like that I was weird.
1: Wasn't Miles there too? Yeah, like, they're like
4: this little group of people that keeps traveling around. Yeah, and. I don't know. I was out on the derby, but I'm, I'm, I think I'm like in on on Shailene and Aaron. And it is like a little mm-hmm. bit charming that Shailene and Miles are still friends after doing so many movies together. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh,
0: yeah. <laughs> I, sure. guess it's, I guess You're I'm like kind of, me.
4: I mean, I'm out on Miles because I just think he's kind of like hard to take.
1: Oh, well, no, this is actually, this is a good update for you then. Because guess what? Uh, what? An hour ago, TMZ reported that Miles Teller God. was allegedly punched in the face. What? restaurant, yes He but was, why? sorry, I mean that's not That's not a happy thing, I'm sorry I don't I condone like, violence How am I supposed to take this? <laughs> I'm sorry, but oh apparently he was in the bathroom And a man confronted him and punched him in the face Wow, like today?
0: Or it was Wednesday. Just like it was one Wednesday. time Miles
4: Teller got punched. Oh wow! <laughs> no. Oh my gosh, Wednesday. Amelia, you're I'm right. Sorry. I just
0: looked this up. He was in the bathroom when a man confronted him and punched him in the face. Holy smokes! Okay,
4: again, like very, very salt is bad. But Miles right. Teller, one of the most punchable faces of all time, Kate. objectively. <laughs> like he has the face for that. However, I'm sure he did not deserve to be punched, and I'm sure. sorry that he did. Um yeah, sorry, Miles. That's tough. That's a tough break. That is break. tough, yeah. I hope his face is fine. That's the moneymaker. Gotta take care of it. Is it, though? Or, okay, is yeah. Is it? Well, you uh, know. That's debatable.
0: Um, all right, on to the next relationship news. On to the next one. This is uh, not confirmed, so this is very all speculation, okay, people? I'm going to just <laughs> take this with a grain of salt because it originally actually came from our former source, and now I think we've all moved away from it a bit de moi, mm. uh, but apparently there are rumors swirling that Kanye West is dating Irina Shayk, who's um, former partners with Bradley Cooper. They share a trial together. They are no longer together. And then multiple sources have come out and said that they are dating, and I don't know. They have not been photographed together. There's, like, nothing definitive. Kris Jenner has not released, like, a um, an anonymous, you know, press release <laughs> to TMZ yet, so we wow. do not know, but— They have been weirdly kind of linked for a long time. Like, um, for almost a decade, actually, he has rapped about her before and, like, named her in his song. She was in his Power Music video as, like, this goddess. She looked absolutely amazing. Um, She's walked in his fashion shows before. Sure. um, Over the years. And then in April, who knows what this means? It's probably (laughs) nothing. But she did wear a Kanye West-designed T-shirt in April of this year. So maybe— You know, we don't know. Putting it on everyone's radar. Whoever has leaked this to Kim and she has apparently, quote unquote, responded. She's unbothered by this news, which it does seem like she's got a lot else going on, which I'm actually going to talk about a bit later. (laughs) But yeah, this is a possibility. That's all I'm going to say. And we can leave it at that. (laughs) Interesting.
4: I don't know. I don't know about that. I
3: mean, like,
4: if you like it or not. Yeah. I yeah. just I don't know. I kind of thought she had her act together.
1: So uh, <laughs> that's tough, but who knows what this one become. Yeah. Who knows. We'll see. Mm. All right. Last All right, one. Amelia. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, thank you for t- to Kaya because she was the one who was like fine we'll give it to you. Um and just a little quick little benefit update. They were they've been spending some time in Miami, which is you know what? I want to that's one of the places I want to go to after this pandemic. Like mm. Miami seems awesome. I've never been. I've only been to like Orlando and it was a swampy mess, but <laughs> Miami seems really cool. It's like on the water. It's A fun nightlife. It seems, yeah, Amelia. It seems lovely. (laughs) This is new me,
0: new year, new. Wow! Oh my god, I love this. I would not think of you loving Miami. Yeah, people go out to like five in the morning there. OK, have I don't know, to know if really I hydrate. That, but OK, yeah,
1: <laughs> bring all <laughs> your beverages. <laughs> yeah, bring the beverages, bring the the serums. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> You've been training for this your whole life. You just didn't know. <laughs> exactly. Uh, um. So like so she looked she looked great, like she always looks so good. And but, you know, she's wearing a like, cute little top and her hair wasn't all glam, which I love. And he was there. I think he's he's like lost a considerable amount of weight. Um, he looks and looks shredded. Good. Yeah, he, he looks, looks really, really good. Yeah. yeah. So I'm hoping that this is a positive, you know, it, whether it's PR or not, you know, we can continue to debate that. But um, and then also random J-Lo was seen with Mark Anthony, her ex-husband, in Miami yesterday, like literally yesterday, just having lunch or something. They share oh, two wow. kids. So, you right. know, I don't think it's anything because I think he's married. And then freaking the disruptor Agent of Chaos Diddy Yes I'm po- so happy You brought this up <laughs> He posted a throwback <laughs> Photo of himself And Jennifer With the simple caption Hashtag TBT To his Instagram And everyone was like Troll Iconic troll status We stand, We love Diddy So funny he, And it's he's just, not single Like he's I think he's just did that To literally be a chaos to, agent Right <laughs> He knew he was gonna get pressed for it And honestly yeah. Smart move Diddy Smart move That was smart Wow, mm. my God. Okay, we, we'll probably
0: have another um, Benefer update next week. We can make this like a nice recurring tag to all the relationship news. <laughs>
4: Thank you. Great, can't wait.
0: Okay, next category is not worth the tea, this week in
1: social media, and then just miscellaneous news. Milia, okay.
0: really exciting. I'm giving you the floor. Thank you.
1: Okay, you guys. This has been a long time coming. I, I personally feel responsible a little bit because I've willed this thing into the universe with just with positive thoughts, okay. Um, <laughs> Lindsay Lohan. It was announced she's getting a movie. She's getting a movie. She's making her comeback to <laughs> Netflix of all places, which I think is per. I think it's perfect with a holiday Netflix movie. So she is joining the universe of Vanessa Hudgens, yep. Emma Roberts. I'm sure True. there are others. I can't think of them right now, but she <laughs> is up there. And honestly, I think it's perfect because those girls were also kind of big in the 2000s. Lindsay, he, a little predated them a little bit. But now is her time to come back into the spotlight. Someone has finally trusted her to take the helm of a movie. I don't know if that's necessarily a good idea, but you know what? It's 2021. Mm-hmm. We're, it's the year of... Clarity of, uh, you know, forgiveness. And I think she maybe has matured. Yeah. Maybe? I like this. And also, I do think
0: this is a pretty big deal. Like, we— Thank you. —poo-poo on, like, Netflix and the holiday rom-coms and all that. Yeah. However, this is a really big deal, I think, especially for her to, like, be at the helm of this movie. Yes. It's a lot of trust. And it's also just a big move forward towards— her maybe like re-entering like the acting world
1: completely, which I don't know if you're emotionally prepared for, Amelia. I I truly, I'm like (laughs) literally, oh my, I can't, I can't even speak. I'm so excited. I I agree. I think this is perfect
4: because the beauty of these is that, first of all, it doesn't have to be good and it's not supposed to be good. So like the expectations for the actual quality of the movie don't matter. What it needs to be is buzzworthy. It right memeable yes Netflix mm-hmm. is gonna be all over social media with this <laughs> you're so right all over like the teasers and the trailers and the mm-hmm. uh, silly blog posts because they do that with everything that they single-handedly like raise Vanessa Hudgens from whatever Amazing. I don't know depressing like influencer <laughs> she was in so yeah. I, I mean they're so well prepared to do this for Lindsay that it's just very exciting
0: it, thank you Also, this is a can't miss. This plot is amazing. (laughs) This role made for her. She's going to play a newly engaged spoil hotel heiress who gets amnesia after a skiing accident and finds herself in the care of a handsome blue collar lodge owner.
1: Hell yeah. Mm. Love that. Do you think she's going to channel her arch nemesis Paris Hilton? Perhaps. For this role. She should. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It'll be just like, you know, a commentary, but also a comedy. She'll, <laughs> she'll come back with a whole new genre of uh, mm-hmm. um, acting, which I'm really excited about. So yeah, we should definitely cover this. We got to oh, give this press. I a mean, much press. Um, my, the gears <laughs> are apart. already. Yeah. Turning in my head as to like, yeah. what can I like? Just a Rolodex <laughs> of things to pitch to Andrew Gretodaro. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Huh? Happy um, for you, Amelia. Thank All right, next you. Line. Thank you. Oh, OK. Also, this is like I don't. It's it's fun. I swear to God, this like it's like who are who is this person? But you should know who Quincy Jones is um, to all the listeners, right? Because he's Mm -hmm. he's an icon. He's a titan of the music industry, and he did another iconic interview. Because if you remember, he is an unfiltered king. He had a couple of interviews (laughs) from like a few years ago, I think, for Vulture and GQ, where he was like you know, fuck this. I am 80 something years old and I can say whatever the fuck I want. And he made some like truly wild claims. Like he was like the Beatles suck. (laughs) Um, He claimed like Richard Pryor had sex with Marlon Brando. Uh, JFK was murdered by the mob. And honestly, Mm. it's not that I don't believe him because I do believe him. But what was said in those interviews was just so out of left field. And it was just like, (laughs) what the hell oh, like, wait, totally crazy. like unforced unprompted unforced. he just yeah. like
4: gave it to us it was yeah. just
1: word vomit it was amazing and it was so crazy that his daughters including rashida jones had to stage an intervention and they were like you can't do this anymore dad and he <laughs> so he had to come out with an apology but honestly like i don't <laughs> care you don't have to apologize king like you are iconic and he but thankfully he didn't he, I guess he must have forgot. He's 88. So, like, I get it. He must have forgotten his whole intervention because he recently came out with another iconic interview with The Hollywood Reporter. Oh and he God. was like, I'm going to call out Elvis's racist ass. Good. And okay. then he talked about how Elon Musk, Richard Branson, and Paul Allen are trying to get him to go to space with them. <laughs> I, just like, leave him alone. He's so <laughs> old. But he have to go to space. I don't know. I, I know you're anti-space, but honestly, if oh, right, any yeah. anyone who's like, you know, who, who's better to go? Who's a better representation of just, I don't know, human life? Quincy Jones. He is an icon and we deserve a Quincy Jones Hollywood tell-all memoir. That wow. we do. We definitely right? do. I
0: still think he should stay on Earth because okay. don't you have to take like physical tests? To go well, to you have to be like in real tip-top Pretty good shape shape yeah. who knows I shouldn't underestimate him I should not do that <laughs> you shouldn't
4: <laughs> they've done it before he'll, he'll come for you next so there's he no one safe
1: for you <laughs> so anyway you should read this interview it's iconic read the older interviews with Vulture and GQ because those are fucking iconic too they are off the rails crazy and I love it I just <laughs> give Quincy Jones his own podcast where he just like talks just talks and I would I would Sign up. I get the notifications. <laughs> Spotify, yeah. hear me out. That's my idea. <laughs> yeah. And pay
4: me for that. Thank Talk you. Talk to somebody about that. <laughs> um, all right. In other Hollywood news, listen, Cruella is out this weekend, which means oh everyone God. is talking about remake fatigue and right. how mm-hmm. Disney live action movies, they just keep remake remaking things or making these origin stories that no one wanted. No one asked for. Uh, which means it was apparently the perfect time to announce that Timothy Chalamet is going to star in a Willy Wonka prequel, a Willy Wonka origin story to be mm. specific, Okay. Uh, which really was a setup for my guy, Timmy, because <laughs> everyone was already all worked up about this. They dropped this news. And of course, there was just incredible backlash to it. People were like, we already we don't need to know more about Willy Wonka. We don't need yeah. we've already had a bad re- Willy Wonka remake with Johnny Depp. We don't need another one. Uh, quick side note. When I went to see the Johnny Depp Willy Wonka, when it came out, when I was in like, I don't know, fourth grade, uh, there was a tornado warning and we all had to leave the movie theater and oh. go into the, uh, into the back of the concessions and like sit down next to all the syrup that they put in the soda and like wait for there not to be a tornado. And then we all went back in and <laughs> finished that's the cool. movie. That's <laughs> so intense. that's my Willy Wonka story. Anyway, that's uh, traumatic. Timmy is going to be Willy Wonka. He apparently wants to sing and dance, which apparently is going to be part of this. I'm not opposed to that. I feel Mm. like he does have the potential for that. I have seen the math rap videos. (laughs) We know that there's something there. Maybe not much, but something. And I just don't think this is the right move necessarily, just because people are already so opposed to it. And then we're going to be talking about it for two years before it comes out. And then we're still going to be against it. But, you know, I mean, I guess go collect the bag, Tim. Like, don't know what else to say. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. Yeah, it's, it's fine. It's fine. I
0: feel like maybe he could have done a couple more romantic movies. I don't know. This is right. really long because, like, oh, good. Uh, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Um, okay. Next piece of this, like, miscellaneous category. So this started <laughs> as one piece of news, and now it has turned into, like, two other completely separate things. The original part that we were all going to talk about is that Kim Kardashian's like maybe giving up on being a lawyer because she failed her little baby bar exam. (laughs) Okay. So then I like looked into that and then like a day goes by and then of course she's going to retake it. Yada, yada. Okay. And then more news comes out and now Kim Kardashian's the real news is like, she's being sued for violating labor laws by people who worked on her property in the Hidden Hills. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Okay. The next day I read another article where it's like, Kim Kardashian and actually, BuzzFeed connected these dots, like, Kim Kardashian tests positive for COVID days after returning from that private island mm. birthday party that she got so much shit for in the fall, I believe. So Kim, it, so now it doesn't even matter that Kim failed her baby bar exam. That's like the last thing on my mind. She's got a lot of other Yikes. shit going on. It feels like she should take a breather. But yeah, it's just a, a whirlwind around Kim Kardashian right now. But I guess to sum up what we were originally going to talk about, she's going to retake that exam.
1: So no I think she, I think she needs to, because if yeah. she's going to get sued. And also, it seems like Kylie Cosmetics, if you've noticed, it's uh, the website isn't there anymore. Like you can't buy anything. And there's this whole thing about. I don't even I watched a YouTube video on it and it was so convoluted and it was like she sold her cosmetics company. But, you know, she had a breach of contract. So that's why the makeup isn't there anymore. And so oh. so she, I think the whole family needs uh, Kim's lawyer. Legal, legal training. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> legal training. They need as much as they can get. Jesus. Right.
0: OK, lastly, we are ending with a piece of good news, though. I know this all makes us happy. Mm. Kelly Clarkson. Is taking over the Ellen DeGeneres slot um, in the fall of 2022. We cannot wait. Can't Love come her. any sooner. This is absolutely amazing for considering the amount of time that the Kelly Clarkson show has been on air. The fact that yeah. she's being slotted into Ellen DeGeneres, which is, and you know, amazing. The promo, like, she will be the daytime entertainment for this network. It's absolutely incredible. We're like so happy for her. That's obviously amazing. Oh, we think she'll do a great job, right? She's fabulous. Yeah, I was thinking about this, and I would say four or five years ago,
4: Carrie Underwood was still, like, the most successful American Idol Mm. winner. Like, Mm. she had all the hits. Even, I mean, I guess maybe upwards of five years ago. But, like, I would say Carrie Underwood was solidly number one for a long time. And Kelly Clarkson was like, she'd had some hits, like, she's fun, whatever. Like, she is done. Carrie Underwood's the star. people are going to say, what about Jennifer Hudson? She didn't win, people. She didn't okay? win. I know. She and didn't that win. was a, that was America's mistake, and we have p- paid <laughs> for it. But I would. I mean, it's just incredible the the speed at which Kelly Clarkson has gone from like oh. one of the best American Idol winners, like yes. one of the most successful, to like the new Ellen. Like yes. what? Yeah.
0: And she. This is not new. She has been around for a very long time. It's right. actually incredibly like twenty difficult. years. Yeah, to return and like reinvent yourself, and now she's a fucking daytime talk show host. It's amazing. Here's what I have to say also, though, is I want her to replace Ellen.
4: One hundred percent. Yes. But I think that like the most satisfying circle of life event would be for Kelly Clarkson to replace everything that Ryan Seacrest is currently doing. Oh, my <laughs> God. Just, yeah. just like great. single white female, like move her way into every single opportunity that Ryan Seacrest currently yeah. has. Just like take it all over. We're done with him as a society. Love and that. like, you know, the, the animal kingdom has moved on <laughs> in the way that it needs to. That's a uh, fantastic idea. She absolutely could. yeah, I eventually. I mean, yeah. what's he doing? First I of all, he's not that. doing anything that Ellen didn't do. so like I'm I mean just more small fry stuff. Kelly Clarkson yeah. could do America top 40 or whatever. Ooh. she could she already has a talk show, so like she could definitely interview celebrities yeah. and talk about her outfits on the red carpet more than anyone ever asked for. So yeah,
0: what about Dick Clark's Rock and New Year's Eve party? Oh, come on. <laughs> In the bag. She could say half the songs. She I could sing that. Old things I. Come on. Agreed.
2: This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.
3: This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got nutrition, and recovery progress with the Anytime Fitness app, just like the pros. With 24-7 access to more than 5,000 gyms worldwide, get more from your gym membership, visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, restrictions, all apply. See website for details.
0: Okay, (laughs) let's do it. We're gonna move on to cringe mode. We are covering this week, the Friends Reunion. At first, it made me sad that this was in cringe mode. Then I watched it. Then I was like, okay, yeah, this is <laughs> this is just right. Um, obviously, I think everyone who's listening knows that this was coming. This was like highly anticipated for a set group of people. I'm not—I don't think it was for my co-hosts on this podcast. No! But essentially, if in any way you might have missed it, it is like this part documentary, part interview panel, part— Look back and clips from the old show, part tribute sent in from celebs and people all over the world. And then this uh, panel discussion by, interviewed by uh, James Corden, which we'll get into. <laughs> anyway, it's a Mod Podge that came out this week. And we have some thoughts. Do you guys we have do. anything to add to like the overall genesis? I of would this say is? to
4: set the stage, Liz loves Friends. I like Friends. I've seen all of it. Liz has seen all of it. Amelia has seen like one episode and is anti-Friends. So we Uh, need the spectrum, the spectrum of people who could be engaging with this reunion. So yeah, here are our thoughts. I guess I'll start with a highlight. They included a ton of like old bloopers and like mistakes. And I just thought it was really fun to see new Friends TV show content in 2021 after the same bloopers and the same, you know, the same videos we've seen of Ross trying to play the bagpipes and them mm-hmm. laughing and being like, oh, that was real. That was their real reaction. And like, we've been <laughs> doing that for 15 years. Mm-hmm. And so it was like very weirdly refreshing to see like, oh, like a new version of that or new like bloopers and things like that. You know, there was a yeah. scene where Joey hurt his arm that like we'd never <gasps> seen before. And, there were, you know, that videos of like their last, their last shoot where Paul Rudd's like shooting them with a video camera from the front row, which also like, what was Paul Ru- Rudd doing? Why wasn't he involved in this? Anyway, yeah. not important, but yeah, I just really like, it was, it was so fun to see like fresh old content, if that makes sense.
1: Definitely. I mean, I, th- I think this was going to be one of my age worst, the best, but this probably fits better here. Um, I think that Whoever and whatever archive system they're using over at WB is <laughs> impressive because it's like, how did, like there were, I don't know how many episodes of Friends, but there were a bunch and you would think that like, wouldn't you like tape over some of them? But I guess right. they knew it's they like, were just make it get rid of the dailies at yeah. some point. Yeah, but I, they had it all. It was, it was like amazing. So good job to whoever uh, saved all that stuff.
0: Yeah, I like yeah. that part. I think I would have watched like the full 90 plus minutes of just that. Like the friends now that cast rewatched old scenes and they still find it just as funny and just as enjoyable, which is like, I think a through line of like the positive we can take from this, which is like Mm -hmm. they really just enjoyed the experience of them being on the show. I also just found their natural interaction with one another really interesting and much more engaging to watch than freaking James Corden, like softballing them dumb questions and like one of them gets to speak. I just found their actual natural dialogue with one another so much more interesting. And I would have rather that than, spoiler alert, there's a fucking fashion show at the end, which (laughs) Amelia's going to talk about. I just think it was kind of, could have stuck to more of that, you know? Yeah, right. That's why we're here. We want to watch the friends being friends.
4: Right. Um, Yes. I have to say, though, I did enjoy and I know that this was not popular with everyone. I liked they, they had all these celebrities that they had interviewed about uh, the, like, the importance of friends to them, basically just random celebrities who are fans of the TV show Friends and I just liked seeing sort of these random people pop up and like really nerd out over like specific episodes or specific moments like Kit Harrington from Game of Thrones I was like why are you here <laughs> why who first of all who asked you or like did you ask to do this but then yeah. he spent like three minutes talking about the pivot episode where they're trying to move the couch up the stairs and he's just like there in his little accent with his little like fist being like talking about Cute. how funny the couch is <laughs> and I was like Kit Harrington, like this is a side of you that I have not seen and I'm charmed yeah. Honestly, Honestly, I'm charmed by how much you love this this show. Uh, and I mean, there were a ton of some of the celebrities made sense. Some of them didn't. We'll get to that uh, later in the lightning round as well. But yeah, I was a little bit ch- and like David Beckham, like was talking yeah. about his favorite episode, and I <laughs> yeah. was like, you guys, like celebrities are just like us. They also have like <laughs> favorite TV show episodes that they've seen fifty <laughs> yeah. times. Sure. Um, what's delightful. another highlight,
1: Amelia? This is like such a low hanging fruit. I'm sorry, but it really did actually make me laugh when. The producers of the show, in the beginning, they talked about how um, each member of the the main member of the cast was uh, cast in their roles, and every single time, I swear to God, for every single character, they were like, "It was the hardest part to cast." (laughs) I was like, "You're saying that for what is the truth? What is going on?" And so (laughs) that made me laugh. That just because they, you know, and I appreciate that they obviously love every single member of the cast it looks like equally which is great so yeah they gave themselves me. a
0: lot of credit in that segment you're right you're like, <laughs> you like did, did God's work finding Chandler Bing <laughs> I did like the butterfly effect of all those things so they kind of went to what the cast was doing right before I think Matthew Perry had the most interesting kind of butterfly effect of mm-hmm. his life he was actually doing a pilot called LAX 2194 and it was about baggage handlers at LAX in the year 2194 who's like sorts (laughs) through alien luggage and like to think as an actor he could have continued doing that role instead of being Chandler Bing on Friends is so mind-blowing to me Jennifer Aniston is also part of the show had done like six episodes of muddling fruit and it like shows a clip of the show and you're like oh my god Jennifer Aniston kept on this project instead of going to Friends like where would everybody's life lives be? And Joey had, like, $11 in his back pocket. Like, it just kind of was very interesting to see what could have been for these people that are now worth so much and, like, so in our, like, cultural zeitgeist. Makes you second think your career decisions. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs)
1: tell You're like, oh, boy.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Oh
0: my god. How does is, this our, here? is this our
4: friends or is this our LAX 2194
0: <laughs> TVD? Okay. I'll be TBD. thinking about
1: that late <laughs> <Yeah>. night tonight. For <laughs> years to come. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Oh. Um I also really love how everyone's still called Matthew Perry Maddie. That's like you know that they're real life friends. Yeah. I just yeah. love that. And, and clearly they have yeah. such yeah, good chemistry. It's just yeah. like it's it's great to see that they truly because you know, not everyone. Just what it is with, like, every job. You're not going to like every single person you work with. And I think there are a lot of, you know, with a show that big, they're, mm-hmm. like there's yeah. bound to be huge egos. And you would think that one of them would be like, I'm the best and you guys suck or something totally. like that. And it doesn't seem like that. It genuinely feels like they really care about each other. And I really... I was like, "Yeah, this is beautiful." So,
0: yeah, by the end of the show, they were negotiating as a group of a mm-hmm. cast, and not one of them was paid differently than the other, which just shows like they were all in it for one another. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, let's do some low lights. Kate, start us off. All right, we've been remarkably positive so far, which I know is
4: just the we point have. of the whole first segment. <laughs> so, apologies for what's to come. I have to say. Uh, The whole special starts off with all of them sort of showing up for this table read and they're walking through the sets and talking about, you know, just talking to themselves, talking to each other. And they started with David Schwimmer and the the ego of whoever was like, yes, let's hype up this reunion and then let's talk about the legacy of the show. And for the first friend. That is going to arrive and carry this by themselves for a good two minutes before someone else shows up. Like, it's going to be the most hated friend. And, like, that's oh. a good idea. Let's do that. Uh, so, David Schwimmer shows up. He's like walking around touching things in the set, being like, mm-hmm. wow, memories. And I just was like, even if he did show up first, which he probably did, it's called editing. Like, you got to <laughs> give me Lisa Kudrow. You got to give me Courtney. Like, I don't care who. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it was just timing. Uh, But it just seemed like a really tough I don't know, man.
1: I think they probably scheduled it out and they probably thought of it beforehand. It's like, you're not going to start with Jennifer Aniston. Right. Or like like, anyone else. Everyone
0: hates it. Everyone hates Ross. Come on. Everyone, like give Courtney Cox an earlier call time. Like there are, even if they are all the same, it just, (laughs) it doesn't make sense. No, and I, I was, like,
4: analyzing the order that they came in. It was, like, yeah. David Schwimmer, Lisa Kudrow, Jennifer Aniston, and then it was, like, Joey Chandler, uh, Courtney <laughs> Cox. I, sorry, I'm sorry. Just, just, combining their character names, <laughs> their actor names. Hey, I, I get it. Anyway, but I was, like, it, it didn't seem super planned out, and I was, like, there mm-hmm. could have been a better way to do this. Also, they... During a part of the special, they recreated the game from my favorite friends episode. Many people's favorite friends episode because it's a really funny episode. Uh, The one with the embryos, which is when they're playing a game to see how well they know each other. They bet the apartment on it. There are just all these questions about how well they know each other. And I mean, it made sense for the special for them to do that and like ask each other questions about the show. Mm -hmm. But it was like they were half acting, half not. (laughs) And and it was like this kind of like cringy recreation and it's just such an iconic episode that it made me like a little bit sad to watch uh, the modern day recreation of it.
0: Yeah, I agree. It's a little tough. Sure. Yeah. Uh,
1: Amelia, next one. Um, I, and you know what? It's totally fine. I think this is just my personal bad taste, but I thought that the shock of the big names like just wore off really quickly for me. And I, I don't know. I just would have, maybe I'm crazy, but I would have just like, to see the cast themselves talk about. I mean, like, you can have their no, Witherspoon come in and stuff. Yeah, but it was just like, okay, like, and I'm sorry, but the fashion show was so... We have. To, can we talk so about talk about it, Please yes. let it out. Let no, it out. No, I just. It was honestly, it, and I'm sorry. To s- this is mean, and I apologize in advance. But it definitely felt like some producer was like, um, "What's a? What, who's someone who's not doing anything right now, but has a big enough name that we can tout on social media? Oh, Cara, Cindy, perfect, <laughs> great. Oh, and throw in Justin Bieber if he's available. And it was just like, I don't care. And also, if I were Haley Bieber, I'd be pissed off that I couldn't even book the friends reunion with my husband. <laughs> So (laughs) true. She is a model. Yeah. So they had these people,
4: they had these people come out in like iconic friends costumes. So like Cindy Crawford was wearing like the leather pants that Ross couldn't get off his body. You know, uh, Justin Bieber was wearing like the potato armadillo Halloween costume. And I did appreciate that. Like that was it. Like we didn't, they didn't yeah. talk to Justin Bieber. Yeah, they didn't that's have an true. interview with Justin Bieber. Literally, it was just like Justin Bieber came to this thing, put on a potato oh. costume, walked out, was like, hi, hello, I'm Justin Bieber. And then just left, <laughs> which just the, I, like I did kind of appreciate. Thing. I kind of appreciated that he he sure. blocked off six hours of his schedule just for that. <laughs>
0: it was so weird and so <laughs> shoehorned in. Cara Delevingne yeah. walked twice. Like it was just, it yeah. and just like none of those, even people had any through line to themselves. Obviously, sure, them are models, but <laughs> it just took me out Very Adam, random. And then the friends are sitting there being like, ah, oh, it's Justin Bieber. Okay. <laughs> like, yay. It's yeah. So weird. It felt so a little weird.
1: dissonant because it's like, you know, this show was so popular. And the reason why there's, a reunion and people are excited about it is because it, it can stand on its own and mm. then you're just gonna bring in random celebrities just for an appearance. Is yes. like, that doesn't right. make sense to me, but okay. So true. You know who they
0: should have gotten? They should have gotten all the kids that were in the oh show, like which is the Sprouse twins, been, which would have been, the been the like Sprouses. still celebs. Yeah. That's yeah. a great idea. Where's and their then invite? Emma, I don't know where she
1: turned out, but yeah, I would rather have some connection than it mm. felt so weird. Didn't, is, wasn't yeah. Emma... The girls who played her weren't they the twins in the um in Get Out? Not Get Out, but the other what's the other one? Us, The Shining. Us, Us. no, in oh. Us. I'm pretty sure those were. I mean, same. once
4: you're actor twins, you're probably the twins <laughs> and everything. So that's, it seems like that's a good yeah. bet. <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah.
1: true. Um, another th- bone
0: I have to pick with this damn special is that they chose of all the people to interview the cast and be like a real pillar of this program, James Corden literally why I want a legitimate answer and I tried to find one um, and I couldn't really. Someone claimed that like the friends and like that cast picked <laughs> him which I don't buy in any way. There are so many better people to have done this and I have specific reasons why I think someone could have done better but as a whole it felt like he had no connection to the show he didn't really care to get in to anything and there's also a lot of other people that are tied to either the people personally or the show that could have done it like I mean honestly Paul Rudd or Reese Witherspoon who are on Friends could have done it and they all have personal relationships but if you want to go the like talk show, hosty kind of person. I don't know, Andy, maybe? Or Chelsea Handler, even, who's friends with Jennifer Aniston and Courtney Cox. Like, there are just, or, I don't know, Oprah? Like, getting some serious, <laughs> yeah. you know, quotes if out of these we're gonna people. do it, let's do it. Right. Yeah. right. She's hot off the heels of that Meghan
4: Harry interview. Yeah. <laughs> Throw her a softball, you know? Yeah. Uh, I do think part of it was that Ben Winston produced it, and he's the producer of The Late Late Show. Oh. He's, like, the guy who did the Grammys and stuff. I, I said last week or a few weeks ago that I was optimistic about how he would do because the Grammys were so good, and I want to mm-hmm. take that back. <laughs> um, but he's, like, a, a team with James Corden, so I assume mm-hmm. that, like, that was part of it. But, yeah, I totally agree. I mean, he he's, like, overly enthusiastic about everything, so I understand why he was the obvious choice, sure. but... Also, yeah, he didn't seem to have any real personal connection to any of it.
0: No. No. And he also skipped over what could have been, like, a very thoughtful conversation about parts of that show. Because the elephant in the room is that no one addressed, like, some of the major problems that Friends has, which Mm. is, like, there is close to zero diversity on the entire Mm. run of the show. There's abundant, like— fat shaming and misogyny and like homophobic jokes, all that stuff sprinkled throughout the entire fucking franchise that like the creators don't get into, the cast doesn't get into. On top of which like Lisa Kudrow has been very public about her body image issues while working on the show. And then of course there's Matthew Perry who's had a long struggle with addiction and substance abuse problems. Anyway, he didn't have to get into that by any means, but every possible nugget of information where they could have given like real thought to their experience, he just like skipped right over. Right. Um, and this is explained honestly better and more eloquently in this Vox article I read. And the title is The Empty Comfort of Friends, The Reunion. It's by Alyssa Wilkinson. And she gets more into this, just like it, how empty it all really felt. But yeah, I just felt like there's opportunity to talk about things that mattered and he just was like, ha ha, Monica peeing jellyfish scene, ha ha. And I'm like, well, that doesn't, you know, I don't (laughs) know, I was kind of disappointed. We didn't need that. Yeah. 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 I agree.
1: That's funny. Sorry. Yeah. No, I I totally agree. And then also on that same point, I think I found it interesting that they had this like random segment of people from around the world talking about how the show impacted them, which is great. I think that's awesome. And I, I too have experienced Experience That watching shows like, you know, I mean, when I watched The Office for the first time, I was like, I just don't understand why they are so mean to Toby. And then I worked <laughs> in uh, like a job for the first time and dealt with HR and was like, OK, yep, I understand why. Um, <laughs> but I... It just it, to me, it kind of because it was like the only real diverse segment of the show and it just kind of signal boosted how, you know, white and heteronormative the show is, which honestly, you know, I mean, it was a different time, which I totally cannot understand and respect, but it just felt kind of tone-deaf to have the segment of like, here's, you know, we're, you know, international people and people of color love the show too. Okay. And, and mm-hmm. it's just it felt right. just kind of last mm-hmm. minute. So A
0: heavy yeah. handed. Yeah.
4: yeah. yeah.
0: Especially yeah. paired with the fact that no one talked about those issues that the show had. <laughs> right. <you know>? Yeah. <sighs> okay. Um, next category of this is who and what has aged the best and the worst? Uh Kate. Okay. Uh, the best to me was just kind of the clips of the actual
4: show and just kind of the humor. The humor. Again, we just talked about the things that didn't age well in reference to the actual show. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, I mean, they're showing this, this sort of awkward interview and all of these celebrity cameos and all of this sort of cringy stuff. And then it would cut to a clip of the show. And I'd be like, damn, that episode was good. <laughs> and I'd be like, shit, that was a yeah. funny scene. Yeah. And then they'd go back to the real world and I'd be like, okay, I'm bored again. And just every time yeah. they would like cut in a little clip from Friends, I would be like, oh man, Friends was funny. Yeah, I <laughs> So agree. I would say on that element of watching those and being like, oh shit, Friends is a good show, uh, That that did age <laughs> relatively well.
0: What's also aged really well is their enjoyment of the show. Like I said it before, oh. but... These people just love the fact, their whole experience, the fact that they were in it, they love it now. They clearly had a very lovely time re-watching this stuff, talking about it. They also, not to keep shitting on James Gordon, but they <laughs> offered up a lot, like the only good nuggets of the interview came from, themselves saying it and not James Corden asking it or, like, probing for it. Like, one thing that's made huge headlines is that Jennifer Aniston and David Schwimmer actually had, like, major crushes on each other back in the day. It was—it never anything—it never amounted to anything, but they just channeled that in, like, Mm -hmm. the amazing chemistry Ross and Rachel had. Anyway, James Corden sat there, like, floored by that. I was like, oh, my God, but, like, didn't ask any—it's just— terrible interview. Anyway, they clearly <laughs> enjoy thinking about it, talking about yeah. it, and I think that has aged really well.
1: Like they all still love their yeah. participation in I it. I agree.
4: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um Amelia, what's aged the worst? Um I'm rereading this and I'm like changed my mind cuz I don't mean to be so like negative, but I th- I said my thoughts on aging, I was fine with aging until I watched this reunion, but that was a mean joke and I apologize. <laughs> and I but I do think I will say this, I it's just weird because it's like this is how many years since the finale of the show? Like, what, 15? You didn't do this, like... 2004. Yeah, you didn't do this, like, 10 years ago or even five years ago? Or, like, it's just, like, why did you wait all this time? And now it just feels, like, so dated already, you know? And, like, Mm -hmm. it'd be the same way if they did, like, Seinfeld. And I love Seinfeld. But if they did, like, it doesn't... Okay, like, this just is weird. I, I don't know. It just felt just dated to me. And it's just, like... You know, it's no one's fault, really, other than I guess the, the people who produce the show to not g- get the timing right. But it was just like, it just made me think, like, well, this should have been done a lot earlier. Mm-hmm. So that was yeah. unfortunate, I think. And, and
4: I mean, there has been a ton of discussion about their age and their appearances, which sure. they look. Overall, I thought pretty good. Yeah, they Uh, were great. Yeah, what I think makes it difficult is that you're taking these characters that are so well known, and their images from the show are so well known, and the sets are so well known, and then you're taking their current, former, like their current actor bodies and people, and you're placing them back in these like molds that they don't fit into anymore. And like even if they had a different haircut or like they are in different clothes, it just like I think even if they looked exactly the same it's like you have the the actors in the character's spot and i think it's going to be it's going to be weird for people to get used to either way yeah. so putting them back like in the set putting them on the couch where they were in that episode literally recreating the scene but like with them as the actors and as themselves i think it was just kind of asking for people to sort of like nitpick to out of like, it like,
0: yeah. yeah. yeah I will say, thank God, they did not try to do a scripted reunion of like everyone yes. goes back to being Ross, Rachel, Monica, yes. Chandler, yeah. whatever. I think that would have been even more draining because you're right. They did table reads of their former, or mm-hmm. the old scenes and we were like, mm-hmm. oh, okay. And I cannot imagine if they got all done up, they were doing no. everything. I think that would have felt even weirder. Right. Especially but if ha- they tried to like alter the canon of the show, you know, yeah. like Parks yeah. and Rec or something where it was
4: like, oh, it's right. 20
0: years later. Like, here's where they are. Really glad they didn't do that. Yeah, you sure. know it's weird. The cast barely had an answer for when James Corden asked, "Like, what do you think everyone's doing now?" They were like, uh, "I'm a PTA mom." And like, I don't know. We're married. Like, <laughs> yeah, they. It, it's just maybe not something on their minds, which is better um, right. that they're not like you know thinking about that. But yeah, mm-hmm. pretty no, bizarre.
1: I think, mm-hmm. so, and and also, I think and maybe this is me again, but the whole celebrity, like, random fashion show, it's just like, I just want to hear them talk about... Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, I, we don't need celebrities to come in. It's just like that part felt yeah. really weird and dated, too. But, yeah. yeah you know. I agree. All right, Amelia, who are you getting <sighs> the MVP award to? Okay, again, I, I'm changing my mind. I was going to say <laughs> me for making the personal decision to never watch more than one episode of this show, and which that's really mean Stick and I apologize. <laughs> yeah. But honestly the thing is, if you love the show, I think I'm truly happy for you because there is just, you know, so little joy in this world. And if you can find something that you're happy about, I think that's great. It's not the show for me, but honestly, I don't even mean to be dismissive about it. And and that's the, that's the beauty of where we are right now. You can have your own opinion. You don't have to like the show, but you can like it if right. you want to. There's a and show yeah. for everyone. There yeah. is a show for everyone. Like, and honestly, like I've, fucking love Seinfeld. And I know a lot of people don't like Seinfeld and that's okay. And I'm okay with that. And, but I do, it's very funny because, and I had this theory going in my mind for like years now, but either you love friends or you love Seinfeld. And usually there aren't people who are both, but (laughs) prove me wrong. That's fine. Um, You don't need to DM (laughs) us, but like, you know, um I'm just kidding. I'm lo- hearing from the angry mob. I like both. Right, right, yeah. right, Exactly. But it's funny because I think a lot of people usually do like the office, but hmm. maybe you don't. But and again, it's just it's it's your opinion, and that yeah. is great. It's if like you cat love it, people,
4: cat people, and dog yeah, people. Yeah, like exactly. Friends people and Seinfeld people.
1: <laughs> right. Exactly. Right. And it's like <laughs> that is so great. If you love it, that's awesome. And if you don't love it fine. Who cares? Honestly, we, I don't care. I think that's so great. If you love it though, you know, so I have no problem with you loving it, but thank you, you Amelia. Thank you for your permission
0: to love friends. (laughs) Amelia, I can promise you
1: that if Seinfeld
0: ever decides to get together and do like a multi-billion dollar reunion special, we shall be covering it. We shall. Oh God. Seinfeld, don't do it. Don't do it. (laughs) I know. Uh,
4: okay. Who's your MVP? I'm gonna go with Jennifer Aniston. We have not talked mm-hmm. much about her specifically, but I just got the vibe that every, not everyone, but I think people were kind of following, the cast was kind of following her lead in terms of commitment. And she committed. She mm-hmm. showed up. She was emotional. She was involved. Yeah. She was funny. She was making jokes. She was, you know, hugging people, calling them by their nicknames, being like, we're close, we're friends, like we're all on the same level. We Mm -hmm. are just like six people who had this incredible life change experience together. And I just think if she had been like kind of distant or if really, if any of them hadn't Mm -hmm. hadn't totally committed, I think the vibe would have been off. But I just think they really showed up like ready to get emotional about it and like really ready to more, more committed than James Corden again. Uh, Like they, I think they were ready to really kind of like dig up these memories and really kind of bring this all back. And it was better for it, I think.
0: Yeah, agreed. I'm giving it to Lisa Kudrow for kind mm. of the same reason. Her energy is just so mm. fucking contagious. And I love great. her so I much. love she's watching great. her. Um, she also had to play Smelly Cat with Lady Gaga. <laughs> and, yeah. and Lady Gaga dressed up as Phoebe. Mm-hmm. Anyway, good sport. And I'm just giving <laughs> it to her. I do love her. Yes. Okay, let's do the lightning round. Kate, who was the best celebrity cameo? Uh, I'm going to go with Tom Selleck
4: because he had the combination of star power and relevancy mm-hmm. to the show. Uh, he played Richard, which was Monica's boyfriend on the show. And it's also a tough character because obviously she didn't end up with him. Like, And the Chandler-Monica mm-hmm. dyna- dynamic is so popular. But Richard was such a popular character regardless of that that... people still love him people still love Tom Selleck so when he came in and like the cast was like oh my god it's Tom Selleck and like (laughs) clearly the audience was supposed to feel the same way and I did I was like oh my god it's Tom Selleck like (laughs) it's Richard we love him here uh so yeah I love that and then I do have to say BTS was kind of shoehorned into the international section uh because uh RM who's the leader of BTS taught himself to speak English by watching Friends oh wow like a very long like BTS nugget probably I think he first said like years and years ago um but they did feel a little shoehorned in I was like okay like James Corden just kind of like hit that speed (laughs) dial and was like hey guys um so yeah and then the models I honestly I'm sorry I was entertained I was like
0: why is fucking Justin Bieber here for 30
2: seconds oh my god
0: that's bad taste right there I know I'm sorry (sighs) I'm, I'm giving sorry. it to Kit Harington because Kate explained it best but I was floored by this man <laughs> appearing in this special <laughs> hadn't seen him since the finale of Game of Thrones love to see him um, and I was just happy to have Kit Harington happy on my screen yeah. so random yeah Amelia who's your um, best celebrity cameo
1: okay also Stream Butter that's a good song Kate? it's fun it's, it's a good it's one it's Um, sorry uh, okay uh, I would say okay my worst because I just really was not about these celeb cameos obviously yes, but um, that's fine yeah. Malala, you're just gonna give her 15 seconds for this? I just like it, that's an insult to her. So it was, you know. I was floored that <laughs> she was in this. I she has better know. things to do.
0: She absolutely, does. absolutely.
1: <sighs> um, which friend came off the best in this special, Amelia? I think I know, I love the like the women are iconic. They're icons. We stand. I they're amazing. They're just so much better than the men. No offense, but I <laughs> did really enjoy Matt LeBlanc. He seems like a legitimately nice, yeah. fun person. I was like, yeah. yeah, give him more roles. I agree.
4: Kate? He had the right vibe of like, happy to be here, you know, yes. like, <laughs> yeah. not yes. that his career isn't doing well. Like I'm sure he's fine, but like, I'm going to get into it in a minute, but I think I think one of the other guys was like a little bit like I have to make this moment count. Oh, okay. and, and Matt LeBlanc, I feel like was just like happy to have something to do, you know? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Happy uh, to have something on his schedule. Yeah, yeah. It was good. Good vibes. Um, My I think the friend that came off the best was Lisa Kudrow. First mm-hmm. of all, I just think she has had like kind of the late game career bump. That Mm, yeah, haven't like even Jen Aniston in recent years. Like you know, she had that string of bad movies. Like she's obviously a superstar, but like I think you could argue that now she's doing the Friends reunion. And the reason they didn't do it earlier is because she didn't need to. Uh, Mm -hmm. Whereas Lisa Kudrow, like, booked and busy. She's been in great comedies (laughs) in recent years. She's funny. She's smart. Like, she just, I think, in, like, the last five years has really had kind of, like, a little mini career renaissance. I Uh, totally uh, agree. And that was, like, the energy that I got from her during this reunion was, like, I'm still doing great. Like, how are you? You know? Yes, so So true.
1: So I just really
4: enjoyed that from her. So true.
1: She's kind of, like... The, not to make a Seinfeld reference but like the uh, Julia Louis-Dreyfus of Friends yeah. to me at mm-hmm. least you know because she had mm-hmm. that TV show The, the Comeback or whatever mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. very funny yeah. and she keeps on popping up in really good movies and I'm just like yeah. yes go yeah. off queen you weren't the main focus on Friends but thankfully people realized how good you were yes. on that show Yeah, so hindsight
0: true. 2020 yeah now I'm gonna make a public plea for that same treatment to my girl Courtney Cox I think Ooh. I'm one of the only living humans who loved Cougar Town Um, back in 2009 I heard that show was good good. it's really funny and Courtney Cox was the lead and she was like you know the helm of the whole show I think she really she was pretty quiet in the interviews but I think she really shined when they were redoing the table reads and Mm -hmm. I just find her really funny she was Monica and probably like some part of her is (laughs) still that character Mm -hmm. but I like her and I don't want her to like be cast in like the Scream reboot I need her to be the lead of a comedy people Right.
1: Just get on it, Hollywood. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Lastly, which friend came off the worst? Amelia. Okay. So I I don't think anyone came off as necessarily bad, Mm -hmm. but I do think just to briefly talk about Matthew Perry. He makes me sad because I think he is a genuinely funny. I follow him on Twitter because I think he's so funny. Mm
3: -hmm. And,
1: you know, there were reports that he might've gotten dental work, emergency dental work before, um, this reunion. So that's why he he kind of was slurring his speech and everything. But he's mm-hmm. also had like alcohol and drug problems um, in the past while he was like on the show and everything. And, mm-hmm. you know, my best wishes to him because he is genuinely very talented and seems like a nice person. But, you know, it was just it made me a little sad to see yeah, that. Yeah. And um, thankfully, not everyone is totally jumping on the he's, he's slurring his speech angle because it wasn't right. so obvious. But it definitely you could kind of tell. There was a little, there was something going on and it probably yeah. was just, you know, um, a, a tooth thing. But yeah. yeah.
3: Luckily, yeah.
0: the majority of what I've seen is like, the through line is just like, I hope you're okay. And yeah. I haven't seen right. a lot of people being super critical, which is great because we should right. be respectful. Totally. Um, so yeah, I 100% agree with you. Um, Kate, do you have an answer? Gotta talk about Schwimmer again. I started
4: <laughs> the segment with him and I gotta end it. He, like we said, Malablanque showed up, was like, Love you guys. Happy to be here. Had a great time on this project with you. Uh, where are the drinks? And David Schwimmer, I just got a vibe from him that was so desperate. That was like... haven't had work in however long I need a hit. I need a meme. I need anything. And I just got like sort of this like manic desperate energy from David Schwimmer where it was like he really felt like he had to make the most of this, Mm. Uh, which is just kind of David Schwimmer's energy and Ross's energy. So like maybe that was what
1: I was picking up on. Um, But yeah, I'm going to go. I'm going to go with Schwimmer. Keep trying, bud. I honestly noted a couple times he like cut Jennifer Aniston off, and I was like, "Okay, How dare no, you take, How take dare a chill you? pill, dude? Yeah, yeah, no." He
0: did get what he wanted. I mean, the Ross Rachel crush thing back in the mm-hmm. day is really making headlines. That was big. So that was big. Take this all the way to the bank, David Schwimmer. Yeah, good um, for you. <laughs> okay, lastly, quickly, we're doing tea times unanswerable questions. Okay, I'll just start off because this is an odd two questions. So. My question is, (laughs) can we please, 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 God, stop with the murder movies. (laughs) I feel like we've made this plea in the past where we've talked about like the Zac Efron Netflix movie and all that stuff. I just need Hollywood to cool it because of all people, Chad Michael Murray is now going to play Ted Bundy. Why? In a biopic in this new movie called American Bogeyman? And it's like, we don't need another Ted Bundy movie. At all. We don't need another murder movie where they just like glorify these people and like romanticize their lives and don't really talk about the women or other people that were murdered. And it's just like, just literally why we all, I mean, I personally had like a, my favorite murder moment back in the day. I have since moved on. We all go through it. I think we all hopefully are ready to move on. I just need us to stop. I don't like murder.
4: It's also just like, it's like every former teen heartthrob feels like, in order to have their, like, Joaquin Phoenix Joker
0: moment, mm, like, yeah. their Daniel,
4: they're, like, convinced that playing a serial killer will turn them into, like, Daniel Day-Lewis. Like, this is oh, gonna yeah. be their, like, their big thing. And it's like, no, it's not. It's just a serial yes, killer. who right. killed people because he was a psychopath. Like, it's fine. It's not that deep. I mean, it's not yeah. fine. But you don't need to, you don't need to
1: explore it in a feature film. Certainly right. so right. right. Chad Michael Murray doesn't need to explore. No, no, I'm I don't sorry need that to for say. You. Come yeah, on. This is not 2006. And it's no. just, like, I'm done with the hot Ted Bundy. Like, yes, no. get it, okay? No yes it's just, and as someone who in, like enjoy I'm weird and so I like enjoy murder but like let me right. enjoy that in my bedroom by myself like you know right sh- ashamed of uh, the fact that I like <laughs> doing it okay more, I not not matter. it's like right, more educational right. you're learning about true right. crime I went through Thank it to you. Amelia
0: I've subscribed <laughs> to that podcast for a long it's different. time it's different Yeah, <laughs> I get it so please stop this is just more please just than a question but, totally um, yeah
1: agreed okay lastly we saved the best for last, Amelia. <laughs> okay, ahead. so I was going to make this I was like I will somehow make this into the a qu- uh, question, but I actually I couldn't really Here, ready? One. I'll, I'll okay, okay I'll yeah, An answer what yeah. question, cuz I don't have one this week. Amelia, okay. what happened on the Mass Singer? Oh, good one. Well, so glad you asked. Um, it was the finale and let me tell you, it was the first time in Mass Singer history that a straight white male won the <laughs> entire um season. Nick Lachey as the piglet. Uh, Oh, wow. Yeah. Yep. As the piglet, an embarrassing costume for sure. Uh, He won. And, um, you know, there's really not much more to say about that. Um, (laughs) thank you. Who should have won. Who was like Jojo rooting for Jojo was great. She was the black swan. Yes. Oh my God. I Um, love her. How did she not win? I honestly, it was rigged. This show is truly rigged because Jesse McCarthy, uh, or no, I'm see. I always confuse Jesse McCarthy uh, M- McCartney, McCartney with Jenny McCartney. Oh. No, McCarthy. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. I always confuse the McCarthy and the McCartney. Um, but he should have won, but uh, whatever, it's fine. Uh, yes, but Nick Lachey beat out JoJo and then the other person, oh, uh, Wiz Khalifa, which I thought he he's kind what? of a big he's name, also like an actual. Star. star, yeah, or at least a former star. Weird.
4: Wow, how did Nick? L- I'm actually so mad about this. JoJo I is like know. staging a comeback. She, like, she yes. is all over social media. She's like posting these like riffs of her singing on it's TikTok, just... and people are like, "Oh my god, JoJo! Like it's time come back to us."
1: And they give it to Nick Lachey, whereas Nick wow. Lachey probably can't even open TikTok. Like he no. is so ancient, and like we don't care. Nick Lachey, stay <laughs> out of it. Nick Lachey, and wow. he is. I, like here's the thing, he's a his he's a good singer. I will give him that. But JoJo, she's on another echelon. Like she's, she's just she's incredible. She has the better story because she had stage fright and she talked about how she had stage fright and she was coming back. And you're not gonna give it to her where well, this man is on the fucking Netflix shows. He, he, him and his wife Vanessa are making all yeah. the rounds. They're denying getting a present from Jessica Simpson. It's just. <laughs> We don't need the Lachey's here, okay? This we is an anti-Lachey podcast. Wow. That, that makes me That's really mad. Yeah,
0: you should be mad. Wait, Amelia, this might be another unanswerable question. I don't know if it's been decided yet, but when does the, uh, the next season come out? I feel like it comes out every five days. got <laughs> 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 Next week? <laughs> New crop of people.
1: Honestly, probably soon. Probably very soon. Okay, I think great. You're, yeah. you're correct. Great. Okay, can't, great. Wait, can't wait for the next oh. update. Damn, I got to check in on
4: JoJo. I hope she's okay.
1: I mean, it was just egregious—the fact that she didn't win. Are you kidding? She just shameful, absolutely shameful. Seriously, and and what I felt was funny too is because you know the first time they awarded a straight white male, and then you would think like you know, and the Voice had their finale the same time, and you would think like, oh, okay, another straight. No, they finally awarded a black guy. Thank God! Amazing. Who was the best singer there? (laughs) Wow. Cam, well, I guess love that's Cam. balanced. The voice gets it right. Mass Singer gets it wrong. Exactly. Yeah. What are you gonna do? I mean, hello, 2021. I guess, right? Wow. Progress, kind of. Damn. Wow. All yeah. right. Well, disappointing
0: end to the pod, but hopefully we'll be back soon with more Mass Singer updates. Or not. Okay. Thanks so much for listening. That's it for this week. Um, thank you, Kaya, our producer. I'm Liz Kelly. I'm Kay Alwell. And I'm Amelia Wehmer.